Welcome to this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Still building legends one at a time. Now here's your host, Chris Brown. Welcome, folks, to this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats, powered by Mercury Marine, Shock to Life by Relyon Lithium Batteries. Check them out online, relyonbattery.com backslash Anglers Channel. All right, you hear me? Follow this along, relyonbattery.com backslash Anglers Channel. I've talked to two guys this week, Kenneth, that have got on board They've gone on the website, they've used the code Anglers Channel, and they got 10% off their batteries. They sent me a text, said, CB, one was through the hotline, another one was a friend of mine, said, CB, what do you use? What do I got to have? What does Kenneth rave about on every podcast? I told him you got to have the RB100s for your trolling batteries and the RB100 HPs for your cranking battery. Use the code Anglers Channel, and I'm going to tell you this, okay? If you buy... If you go to the website, relyonbattery.com slash anglers channel, and you use the code and you buy the batteries, buy one battery or buy all five or all four, excuse me, all four. Heck, buy five. That'd be cool. I'm going to send you an anglers channel hat and some other anglers channel swag and whatever else I can find. But you got to like show me the receipt or, you know, text it to me, 256 535 3217, the X Zone hotline. Uh, you got to do that. Um, I think that's going to change. I know, I know for the two guys I talked to, it's going to change the way they fish completely. It should, and they'll realize it real quick too. They will. And, and as a matter of fact, I was filming a boat uh, Sunday in the tournament that we were working, and someone asked me about the battery. He said he was going to buy a set too. There you mm-hmm. go. Code Angler's Channel. Type it in, 10% off, and it's free shipping. Of course, things don't weigh anything. I mean, it's like shipping one of David's legs is all it is. I mean, don't weigh nothing. So it's. And I'll tell you this, an extra bonus, they come in a cool little box. The box is great for storing other stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, this is Just awesome. You want me to open this closet I, I, up all I love it. Now you're me. I keep every Amazon box just in case. <sighs> This is awesome. I love no this. Way. I love this. Right that is a really nice box. It, it is a nice. It's, it's great. Nice, it's, co- it's, it's colorful. It, it, it is really nice. So check them out. Relyonbattery.com slash Angler's Channel. Use the code Angler's Channel for your for your uh, 10% off. Shoot me a text. Send me the receipt. I'm going to send you a hat and some other cool Angler's Channel swag. I am Chris Brown along with Director of All Things Angler's Channel, Mr. David Zong. Of course, AC Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover, and the one and only Michelle Eichstead. Never give up! Never give up! Ah! <laughs> there she is, Michelle Eichstead. How, how are you, darling? How are things? I'm good. How are y'all? Did you like your sound effect? I've been working on that one. Never give I love up! It. I love it. Never give up! I, I, I worked hard on that. That's the original from like way back 03, I think, of 21. Uh, well, that's the original we'll never give up. So just for you. We'll only use it for you. So Thank you. I, I'm, I'm trying. I, I'm trying. David, how are you? you you're a little numb in the dentist. Got your tooths worked on. Yeah, I got to get stuff. You know, I, I'm not pretty, so I got to get it as pretty for our, our trip in, what, less than two months? Yeah. So yeah. Going to the Classic. Going to the classic, then going to Orlando for iCast. Michelle, you going to the classic? 
Oh, yeah. You bringing the mints? I'm bringing the mints, and I got this new microphone for all the behind-the-scenes things. Yeah? Okay. All right. It's happening. It's going to be a battle of the microphones, because David just got a shipment of some new (laughs) stuff coming to him. It'll be there Thursday, David, as a matter of fact, but uh, just got some new stuff coming, so... Uh, yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm, 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 I'm going to have fun watching y'all fight each other over interviews and everything else. It's going to be good. KG, how are you? You caught up on your rest from this past weekend? I think so. I'm good. Okay, good, good. You look good. The English Channel hat on. Look good over there. I appreciate that. Look at X-Zone, X-Zone baits and behind him, the Strike King baits behind him. I mean, looking good back here, bud. I appreciate that. It is April the 14th as we record this and, um, also known as... Michelle brought it up earlier. Championship day for the heavy hitters. Totally forgot. Y'all know what was going on? I, I literally, I, I forget it's going on. And then Joe Opaker sends me the press releases. And I'm like, oh, hell, that's happening. I totally Thank forgot you. about that deal. So who has made, who is in the, the top 10 at heavy hitters? I saw it a minute ago. Where did it go? Fishman Row. Okay. Brian Thrift, Fletcher Shyrock. Uh, who else made it? Andy Morgan, Jacob Wheeler, Alton Jones, Ish, Lefevre, Ayler, Michael Neal, Jeff Sprague. You said Thrift, and who else? Fletcher. Fle- oh, yeah, Fletcher. Forgot about Fletcher. Okay. Well, I'm glad to see he's finally doing something. So that's that's good. He's got. He's full of full throttle. He's full of something, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you were – you were mentioning something off air, Michelle, about this deal. Do you want to bring this up and talk about it since I have not watched any of the live and I'm not going to mince words on that? I have not watched any of it. Sure. No, David, do you watch live today? No, you were in the dentist chair. I, well, no, I watched I watched uh, your guy fishing the last 30 minutes of, so as if we record this, what, the day before championship day? Right. But, yeah, I saw some of it. All right. So you probably missed – they did these live streams of interviewing the guys who didn't fish today. So Brian Thrift and uh, Fletcher. But they did them, and then they would, like, 10, 15 minutes of fishing, right? And then they take their 20-minute commercial break. Right. And then they would replay the live stream of the interviews. Well, when JT's in the bathroom, you've got to do something to, to, to make time, Right. Well, it, and yeah. sure, by then it's a whole new viewership. Also, <laughs> <laughs> it changes every twenty minutes. So I, uh, maybe I was Michelle, like, you were the only one that started. noticed it. I, I'll be. I, I hadn't even watched it, guys. I'll be honest with you. I, you know, when when I pull it up, and we talked about this last week via text. When I pull it up, and I see them all in different boats than what they have, they're all wearing different jerseys than what they have. Um, this to me is just a made for TV deal and it doesn't count in my opinion. I mean, hell Matt Lee ain't even fishing it. So, I mean, why even watch it? Right, Kenneth? So, I mean, I just, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude about it, but you know, heavy hitters, I, I get it, but I don't agree with the having the fish out of, you know, 17 foot boats and not having your own stuff and having to wear a different Jersey. And it just goes back to the old, you know, the old MLF cup deal or the stuff that was going on prior to the BPT. And that was all cool then because everybody was doing other things. But I don't know. It just I, I seems think I know why me. that happened. Huh? I think I know why that happened. Why? If you go back to last year, 
their their highest point in all year was their heavy hitters tournament. It was. So I'm sure going into this year, they thought we got to take advantage of that. No one cares about the MLF Cups anymore. So this no. is their only opportunity to put these guys in that same type format where they're really showcasing the the sponsors for Major League Fishing or Bass Pro Tour, whatever they're for. And they're just trying to take advantage of the, that opportunity. But I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't like taking the angler's identity away from them. Right. And they, they I watched a little bit this morning. I saw a little bit a few days ago. It, it did look like they at least made an attempt to put guys in boats that they typically run if they had the opportunity. Sure. Like the guys that run Phoenix looked like they were mostly in Phoenix. The guys that run Basscat looked like they were in Basscat. The guys that run some White River Marine boat were in Nitros for the most part. But it's not their boat. It's not their no, it's not all of their gear. It's not it's it's not their office, you know? Right. Some of them weren't used to the trolling motors and electronics they were using. I think I saw a picture of maybe Lefebvre that was spending some time one afternoon downloading some some waypoints uh, into his electronics. It's just it, it's 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 not it it sh- it shouldn't happen this this day and age. Right. We, we've been down this road years ago. It didn't work then and it won't work now. Well, it worked for the classic for you know, 30 some odd years. And they said, okay, you know, we're going to let you guys, because that's when, you know, the elite started and everybody had their own identity. They had their own colors. They had all their own stuff and you knew who they were. So it made sense to use their own rigs, right? Versus everybody running a Ranger, everybody running a Triton or whatever it was at the time. It did make me think of classic as much as it does some of the past the early FLW stuff. Right. That was really the route FLW went early on. It was. And and ironically enough, most of the head guys at, at Major League Fishing now are, were some of the most outspoken against it back then. Yeah. But all of a sudden now it seems to be okay with them. So well, I, I don't – it's almost like if it lines your own pocket, you're okay with it regardless of the fact that it doesn't help the majority of the anglers. Right. Right, so it'll be interesting to see who uh, who brings home the heavy hitters uh, today. Um, I know Wheeler won fifty grand today. Is that right? Or sorry, on yep. Tuesday uh, with his seven and a half pounder. Are they all? Are they back on the same lake today? Sharon Harris. Yep. Sharon Harris. Okay, because I know some started on one and others are on another and back and forth yes. and this and that so okay so they're Tuesday, all Tuesday they started on Sharon for the first time and, and I'm not and I'm not being mean or rude or facetious I just didn't follow it I had other things going on in life at that point to where I was I was f- trying to follow it I mean hell the elites were on the masters was on we had you know postponement of our current we were covering over here I did a little poll though on Twitter uh, of who was watching what between the elites heavy hitters and the masters um, heavy hitters got 2%, the elites got 84% and, uh, the masters got 10%. So, or 11%, excuse me. So, uh, we watched the masters during away the other day just because I wanted to see who won. But, um, you know, my golf game's like my fishing game. It just sucks. So, but, um, anyway, go ahead, Kenneth. You got, uh, you got a thought I, on your mind there. I thought I heard that the championship day, is going to be a three pound minimum. Yes. Oh. Okay. It's yep. been a two-pound minimum up until that day. Okay, so now it's a three-pound minimum for today's final day. Correct. Um, I, I did see in the press release from 
Tuesday's round, 143 bass weighing 453 pounds, uh, 18, called by 18 pros, including a seven pounder, a six pounder, seven and, and seven five pounders from Sharon Harris. So um, it'll be interesting to see who will win it. Anybody have a guess on who's going to take it home? Thrift. I hope so. I'm pulling for thrift. That's my guy. So that's my guy. Jumping down to the elites on Sabine. I know David will talk about this in a little bit, but y'all know I hate a th- I hate a thief and I can't stand it. I have had some issues with my tundra the past, I don't know, month to six weeks. And so I've been on some forums, right, trying to figure out the issues. I got the issues fixed. But in my search on forums, I've been seeing kind of out west, <clears throat> guys are getting their catalytic converters stolen off their trucks, right? In Not their own driveways. They come they come out they, and they crank them up and it's not like a daggone hot rod. Well, this happened in Orange last week. Seven catalytic converters were stolen off of Tundras in the Holiday Inn Express and the Hampton Hill parking lots. Brandon Lester, John Cox were the two anglers that had them stolen. The rest were all Toyota uh, trucks for either Bass or the guys working the Expo uh, for the Toyota deal there. And I reached out to my buddy Luke Stoner to see what the deal was because those deals ain't cheap and what the what the issues were. And they're, they sell for about 300 bucks on the black market, he said. Um, they melt them down. There's some you know platinum or some precious metal inside the converters that folks are selling and, and getting money off of. So you got to be pretty damn hard up for cash to crawl under a truck in a parking lot with a Sawzall and, and knock off a catalytic converter and then go melt it down and sell it. So I will tell you this, Chris. There's at least one parking garage in the North Alabama area that had the same thing happening. Really? They did get busted. Man. Well, my little insider told me that one of the thieves hit his head on a mirror and was caught by the security camera. <laughs> so they may have thief. <laughs> you know what I say to that, Kenneth? What a dumb bass. <laughs> That's what I say to that. So um, let's see. How about talking about the elite for the Sabine again? Um, unofficial estimate says that uh, Orange broke the attendance record this past weekend. Over 40,000 people showed up. Raise your hand if you've been, have you ever been to an elite in Orange, Michelle? I know, no. I know Kenneth and David haven't. That is the craziest damn place ever in the world to go to a bass fishing tournament because it is, I mean, it's a field. I've been there twice, three times, been there three times. And uh, let me tell you something. No, I've been twice, excuse me, twice. And it is, I mean, they're everywhere. They come out of the woodwork for that deal. I've never seen so many people in one place. I mean, it's like, it's it's a happening deal around there. So, I mean, it was uh, a lot of folks there. Always fun to see. And um, Ola, it like Jason, Christie. It was Christy. one giant party. It is a party. It's a giant party. Bands, Absolutely. food. I mean, you yeah. name it. it Catalytic converters, whole nine yard. It's it's just it's a big damn party. It's what it is. But uh, how about four straight uh, ten winners, and um, you know aluminum aluminum boat winners? I, I know Express is eating this up. They got to be. Well, let's be honest. You put Jason Christie in any boat, and he would have won that tournament. Ah, uh, yeah, he would have. You're right. You're right. But dude, I mean, how cool was that? The all of the stress and strategy that went into that to make that run where he did and to catch him like he did, um, that was that was pretty it, impressive. It, and it actually almost cost him to be running that boat because he almost didn't have enough gas. Supposedly, the first couple of days, he only had two gallons when he got back. Right. 
Right. And then he had to then he had to beg and plead for a slim camera guy so he didn't he didn't have any extra weight in the boat with him when he went he didn't have a marshal the first day so um the second day he had to have a camera guy so he was uh, he was concerned about that a big congratulations to uh codename wiggle fart don't ask me that's just his name on fantasy fishing m cox 1350 points for the win um, he picked them right. Mosley, Christy, Cobb, Latuso, and Randy Sullivan were his picks. Michelle, how bad was your fantasy fishing pick? Oh. <laughs> oh, so bad. I probably would have been better off if I forgot to pick. Yeah, I probably should have. KG, how about you? Where were you in this mix? Uh, I think I was overall like 60-something percentile. It, was, it wasn't good. David? I, I, did, I didn't see what I was in our group. Yeah, I I I looked in, I looked on the first two pages. And none of us were there, so I just moved on. So <laughs> yeah, I knew I was I was like me on on the last page where I was. I knew it was bad. So David, how are you in that deal? Um, I did pick Brock Mosley, but I, I don't remember right where I finished overall. Did I do I understand this now that once you pick a guy, you can't pick him again? That's something different. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. It's a, good. It's, good. It's a completely different game. Okay. Good. I'm, it I'm, seems like fun until you play it like NASCAR fantasy, and that's how they do their fantasy, and I don't like that. It's not not the deal, huh? No. <laughs> no, she says no. So, well, one guy that had a little fantasy luck on his on on his side was our buddy Terry Peacock, who won the Bass Champs Bass Champs tournament on Ray Roberts this past weekend solo. And we're going to talk to him coming up here in just a minute after the break. Um, let's just go ahead and do that. We'll talk with him, and then we'll come back and do the you pick'ems, David. And uh, we'll see how bad um, we'll see how bad Michelle and I both suck this week. So, mm-hmm. you guys hang hang tight. We're right back with more right here on the Anglers Channel Insider Podcast. As bass fishermen, we love having gear that lets us spend more time on the water. But what happens when your battery dies and you can't make it back to the ramp? Well, eliminate your fear with Rely On Lithium Batteries. These batteries are essential when starting and running your boat. They offer shorter charge times and more usable capacity without any late-day voltage sag. They're also incredibly lightweight compared to lead-acid batteries and are practically maintenance-free. Rely On Batteries let you focus on your next big catch so you can make it back to the ramp in time for weigh-in. Learn more at relyonbattery.com slash anglerschannel and use our special promo code anglerschannel for 10% off. That's relyonbattery.com slash anglerschannel for 10% off using the code anglerschannel at checkout. What are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely On Lithium today. With so many exclusive designs and processes, no other boat is built like Ranger. It's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features, more performance, and the best value. The Ranger Fisherman Series. From bow to stern, this is results-based engineering at its best. Still building legends, one at a time. 
From dawn to midday to dusk, the sun's rays dance across the water and the sparkling light beckons. The abundant shorelines invite you to play or sail or simply behold. This is where champions fish and families gather to unwind. It's Lake Hartwell and Anderson is the gateway to its wonders. Walk on a pier, float all day, and restore your soul in this beautiful oasis. Visit Anderson, South Carolina's bright spot. Discover more at visitanderson.com and visit lakehartwell.com. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Something brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. The future of marine charging is here. Find out more at dualpro.com. Kenneth and I are both owners of a dual power, dual pro battery charger and love them, don't we, Kenneth? Absolutely. Big fans of them. Big fans. So we are excited to welcome in your Ray Roberts Bass Champs champ. Fishing solo this past weekend, Mr. Terry Peacock. Terry, how the heck are you? And I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I, I appreciate it, Chris. Let me, let me ask you a question. I know you got a partner in Scott Neen, but do you have to split the money with him since you fished in one solo? Uh, you know what? I'm such a nice guy. Come on, that, Terry. Uh, I, I, I will split the money with him. God. I know he'll do the same thing for me. I hope he would. I, I really hope he would. Twenty one thousand well, I mean, dollars. I would hope that I'd, I'd hope that he would also. <laughs> but I know he would. Twenty one thousand dollars. Twenty six forty eight for the win with a ten oh two kicker fishing by yourself. Did you have a game plan that when you when you left that morning that you could win this thing? Well, I you know it was one of them deals. I've got some history on that lake, and it's kind of a, a love hate relationship I have with it. It is. If I go up there, I either catch one big one and a two-pounder, and that's what I catch, or I go catch a decent bag. And You know, I didn't even go practice the weekend before because this time of year for me, it's – and it's for pretty much everybody else is the same way, is, you know, in the spring, uh, a week out, it really don't tell you anything. I mean, even the day before, I mean, what you did the day before in the spring don't mean you're going to do it the next day. So right. my game plan was – is. You know, that morning the wind was really blowing. And uh, anyway, I was going to try to fish a little bit deeper for this time of year, uh, not get right on the bank. I kind of backed off a little bit. And uh, that's and that's how I caught the big fish. I mean, it wasn't deep, uh, you know, four to six foot of water. And uh, But then, you know, my plan was after the sun got up and I could see I was going to go sight fishing, and I thought, you know, if I could get lucky and, and catch a decent fish, and, I'm, you know, I'm talking about a six- or eight-pounder, and I, you know, I exceeded that with that big fish. But uh, I caught her early, and uh, I guess within the first 45 minutes, and that set the tone for the day. Um, you know, catching a 10-pounder, you know, if I could get a little bit to go with it, well, my next two fish, I went sight fishing at 9 o'clock, and at 9.30 I found a five-pounder and caught it. And then a little bit after that, I found a four, and I caught it. And I knew then, I said, you know what? You got a chance to have a special day. And anyway, I went and caught a couple of more off beds. There were two-and-a-half-pounders. And I went back over to the same area where I caught um, that big female. These fish did five and a four and a two-and-a-half. They were all males. So a five-pound male and a four-pound male, that's, that's some big males. Wow. So anyway, I went back over to where I'd caught the big female and I started flipping this little row of bushes and I got up to the spot where I'd caught her at and I made three flips in there and caught one that was 
pushing four, and it was a male. So I'm pretty sure it was the male to go with that female. She was, she, I mean, she was rolling with eggs. Wow. And uh, went down probably another 30 or 40 foot and caught another, you know, three plus that called the last two and a half pounder I had in a live well. And that was all before lunch. And I had three more hours to fish. So I went back <laughs> over to the area where I caught that five and that four off beds and just backed off and tried to see if I could catch another, you know, get lucky and catch another big fish. Cause you know, you, know, you got a four and a five up there on the bed. There's a big female out there somewhere. Sure. And, uh, anyway, that didn't happen. So the last hour I went and run the bank and, and uh, look for sight fish. I found, you know, another half a dozen or so, but nothing that would call anything I had in the box. Wow. And that's about how it ended up. That's, uh, man, that's, that's incredible. Five pound male. That's, I want to see the female that yeah. goes with that. So. I did too. <laughs> and I'm sure it's probably had a girlfriend about like the one that I caught the first time that morning. So <clears throat> was the 10 pounder the first fish you caught or the first keeper you had? It was a first. It was the first fish I caught, probably the first 45 minutes Saturday morning. You weren't excited, were you? And, you know, I was more excited, I think, after I caught uh, that five and that four than I caught the 10. Okay. Because at that time, I knew I knew when I caught them two that I had 20 pounds, somewhere about that. And, I, you know, that's when I said to myself, you know, you got a shot. You, you really got a shot. And a 10-pounder right the first day, yeah, that, that'll shake you up, but. You know, I'm getting old, and I've been doing this a long time, but I'm not saying I didn't have buck agar. I had a bass agar. Okay. What I had. I mean, <laughs> I had to – well, she actually, the chatterbait that I caught her on, uh, she engulfed it. And I just, you know, I just cut the line and let her have it. And sat, I sat down in the boat and had to make me up another chatterbait just like the one I had. And, uh you know, it took it took me a little bit to do all that. So, I got you. I I'm got not you. saying I wasn't nervous, but uh, I wasn't I wasn't as nervous as I was. You know, two and a half hours later, when I put them at four and at five in a boat, and and knew that I had a shot. To, sure. To have a special day. Sure. Now, for for those of us that fish team tournaments, and we and we've got you know, and you've got twenty pounds and three fish, basically. Um, you know, we've got each other partner wise to kind of talking to her off the ledge and, and stay calm and stay focused. Cause you know, you feel like you do have a shot. How do you do that by yourself? You say you've been doing this a long time, but how do you keep yourself mentally in this game for the rest of the day of thinking, man, I, I do have a shot at this fishing solo. Well, when, you know, all I, all I can tell you is, is, you know, like I said, I've been doing it, you know, for the better part of 40 years. And, uh, and it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, you know, I was very blessed that day and, uh, I was looked after is all I can tell you. Look I mean, it was, uh, it was a very blessed day for me, but you know, the nerve part of it, it's, I mean, it's all, that's, that's the best part. There's not a drug, Well, I don't take drugs, but there's not a drug <laughs> that I know of that can make you feel that, uh, you know, that adrenaline rush that you get. I mean, I don't play sports anymore. Right. I mean, I played football. I grew up playing football. And you get that adrenaline rush playing football. Right. I played baseball, too, but you don't get it in baseball unless you hit a three-run home run at the bottom of the ninth. Right. But in football, you get it playing defense all the time. And that's what I get out of, you know, tournament fishing. But once I lose that, once I lose that, that's a friend of mine texted me last night. And, I, and that's what I told him. I said, once I lose that feeling, that's when I'll quit. You're done. I got you. I got you. Kenneth? That's when I'll quit. 
So, so you started your day off not sight fishing. Was your plan all along to start sight fishing, or was it after you caught the 10 that you decided to, hey, now, now I've got an advantage. Let's go sight fish and see if we can't find some big ones and kind of kind of take your time just focused on big ones? No, Ken, that was, that was my plan all along was uh, to fish early the first two hours until the sun got up, you know, the sun had to get up so high that you, you know, high enough that I could actually see because, like I said, I had I didn't go down there the weekend before, you know, the lake's off limits for a week, and it's not like I could go we'll look at fish the day before and go set up on a couple. Right, right. And, no, I had to be able to see, and the water was, um, where I was at was really, really dirty, and I think it's probably much, that pretty much all over the lake. And, uh, <clears throat> matter of fact, these fish, the five and the four that I caught were so shallow that they were tailing like redfish. Hmm. That's a God's honest truth. They were in 10 inches to a foot of water. Wow. Now, I, I know you have a lot of pressure uh, down there, just like we do up here, like on Gunnersville. Right. Do you do you think a lot of the locals, uh, you know, the guys that maybe aren't tournament anglers, do you think those guys spend any time sight fishing? I mean, do, do you think maybe, maybe the only competitor you had trying to do the same thing were some of the tournament anglers? I, I mean, I... I I know some friends of mine that, that, that fished, that fished, that had, you know, 20 plus pounds and they caught them the same way I did other than the big fish. Right. You know, the big, big fish is what, you know, it always pushes you over the top. If you can catch a, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten pounder like that, that's, you know, it's what it takes to win events here. And I'm sure it's the same way there. That's kind of like have, weighing, you know, weighing six fish in a five fish limit. It's what that does for you. Exa- two fish exactly. And, you know, the, the side fishing deal, that was my game plan all along because I had been there. And, you know, uh, I know that lake's a little bit further north than where I live. I live an hour and a half south of that, but it's, a, it's, 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 it's behind compared to what, you know, the fishing is here. So these fish that I caught, it just pushed up. I didn't see any fry, so these fish had just pushed up, and uh, they were just guarding. The females, the females, they'd either push the females that had left because these fish were fresh. They hadn't been messed with. And it didn't take, well, the first five, the five pounder I caught right off the bat, uh, when I first started fishing, I hooked her twice. I caught her the third time. But the rest of them, it took two to three flips, tops. Wow. And they had it. They, they, they wanted, they, they didn't want that, they didn't want that bait nowhere near their bed. And that, that, that don't happen very often. Right. Hmm. Hmm. So baits of choice, you mentioned chatterbait. Um, on the big one, what, what what else were you using to catch this limit? Well, chatterbait. That that chatterbait. I had it. I'd had it. Uh, I had it, the trader I had on it was a was excitebait uh, shad nasty, and uh, but you know the flipping the flipping stuff as far as and I caught the same fish the same bait flipping the bushes as I did. Or I caught the fish using the same bait flipping the bushes I did flipping the beds, and it was just a. Uh, Motor mountain speed crawl. Okay. And with a little chartreuse in it, and that, you know, that resembles a brim. In my mind, that resembles. And that's one thing a bass don't want nowhere near as bad as a brim. Right. right. What size weight? A quarter. See, that's. A quarter ounce tungsten. That's the second. That's the second lightweight deal I've heard this weekend winning, you know, 10 plus thousand dollars. And, uh, I mean, $21,000 for the win. 21600 excuse me. I don't want to forget that 600 in there. But 1002 for the big fish of the tournament. Um, that sets you guys up pretty nice in points right now, doesn't it? Well, it did. But, you know, 
uh, on top of that money, the, the nitro bonus money was is going to be pretty sweet too. Oh. It, uh, it's an extra extra seven grand on top of that. You know, I mean, there was there's a few more bonus checks that we'll end up getting, but no, it's uh, it, it was it'll set us up for the year. If we hadn't the first the first event, the first event we did not get a bite. And it was it was the weekend after that Arctic tundra blast, right. whatever you want to call it. And out of three hundred teams, uh, there wasn't seventy something teams went fish. Was that at four? And we was one of them. Yes, and we was one of the teams that didn't win it. But but I, I haven't looked at points. But Scott texted me the other day and he said we jumped up in the top fifteen from where we was at. Yeah, you're fifteenth so right 15th. now. I, I took a look at that to see and you guys don't know where the championship's going to be do you they, they generally don't announce that until what like a month ahead of time well i think i think uh, jeff and chad will probably announce it uh, usually end of july so okay. yeah a month and a half two months out somewhere in that range gotcha gotcha so it kind of leaves you guessing and then it's so. off limits the championship's off limits for a month basically gotcha month out. okay can i so I'm I'm just sitting here thinking, how much notice did you have that you were going to have to fish, have to fish with them by yourself? Oh, I've known it for a while. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I was supposed to fish the opens this year, and Scott was actually going to have to fish next month by himself because I was going to be fishing open uh, up there in y'all's neck of the woods. And uh, anyway, I'm, I end up not fishing opens. And uh, anyway, I. You know, we was going to swap. I was going to fish this one because he's he's actually up a chick right now fishing uh, the Ray Scott National Championship. Ah, okay, okay, I got you. So we was going to we was going to, we was going to do you know I was going to do one by myself and he was going to do one by himself. But now, I mean, I ended up doing doing one by myself and then we'll be able to fish together actually the next two. How much pressure would he have had if he had to follow that up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm tell you this. I mean, he's been friends for several years, and he's never going to live this down. <laughs> I just, you know, I told him, I said, I wish I was the one on the receiving end of fifteen grand, and uh, didn't have to have a lick at a snake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably didn't get up early on Saturday. Right That's awesome. That is awesome. I'm yeah, impressed. He, but, you. But he, but he was, he, he, you know, he was very excited. He, he was uh, beside himself. I talked to him for an hour on the way home. <laughs> On a Saturday afternoon. You know, we, yeah, we, cover, on the light. we cover a team trail up here in North Alabama. We filmed one this weekend uh, on Wheeler Lake, and there was a, a team that had an alternate. Uh, one guy, this tournament was originally scheduled for Saturday, and one of the partners couldn't make it because his son had a t-ball game, I think. So he had, they had already elected their alternate for the tournament, and they did really well. They didn't win it, but they finished, like, in the top four. But, but the guy that – the partner that didn't fish was at the weigh-in, and he was the most excited one out of the out of the three. Well, I think I mean, that, that's probably true because I think Scott was more excited than I was. Well, yeah, I mean, I he, mean was, he just won fifteen grand, didn't do anything, Terry. I mean, come on. Well, I, can't, I guess it, I'd be kind of like putting, I guess, a couple of dollars in a slot machine and pulling it, and then ching and ching and ching, and you really didn't do anything, <laughs> right? He didn't have to. He didn't have to pull it. It just happened. It just happened. It just yeah, happened. That's true. You, that's you, true. You can give me fifteen dollars, I'd be happy he, with he's that. He's a good friend of mine, and, and, and he would do the same thing. I'll give you. I'll give you. Terry, I'm losing you. Still there? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. I, I we, we lost you there for a second. Well, let's talk about uh, coming up here uh, about. 
Well, I guess just about two months away, there's a big tournament coming up there to Ray Roberts. How do you feel like this the, the lake's going to set up for the Bassmasters Classic when those when those guys show up here in June? Well, it's it's going to depend on. I mean, it's going to depend on a lot of things, but it, it'll it'll take some weight to win. I mean, it it just will. I'm not going to say it's going to take 20 a day, but I bet it's going to take the uh, 18 to 19. Okay. Somebody, some, you know, there'll be some big bags pop. They'll pop. There'll be some guys that pop some 22, maybe even 28 pound bags. Who knows? Because them big fish will pull up and um, they'll get offshore and they can catch them. They'll be able to catch them with their, you know, the electronics has gotten just, uh, they're so good anymore. I mean, the electronics is, and, and, but there'll be shallow fish too. I mean, you can win shallow on that lake. Right. Um, I don't know. It's going to depend on what really the weather. If it gets real, real hot, that's 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 going to be the that's going to be the deciding factor on that deal. If it pushes them fish, you know, pushes all them big fish out deep, and they will school up. Sure, they will school up. When um, when we talk about big fish for a tournament like that in June on that lake, what do you give me a guessment of what you think the big fish may be for that tournament? Oh, they'll catch they'll catch a ten plus. Really? Sure. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the other, the other, and there was one bit event uh, fish there. Uh, it's been a few years back. And it's a big. They did a. It's a one year deal. They did a platinum, like a platinum team trail is the name of it. It was like a fifteen hundred dollar entry fee for the team. And, um, me and a friend of mine fished that. And the first day we we had a limit, but it was small. There like fifteen pounds. The next the next day we had three that weighed twenty one. Wow. We didn't have a limit, but I, I had, a, you know, we won big fish. I had a 10-something the second day, but I lost I lost two as big or bigger than that on back-to-back cast. But they were deep. And it was just a school. It was a school of five or six, you know, mega, you know, 10-plus pounders. What, sitting offshore. What kind of structure are we looking at fishing deep when it, when it comes to Ray Roberts? Well, Ray Roberts has got, I mean, it's got ledges. It's got... Uh, you know, it's got man-made brush piles, rock. I mean, it's you know, it's got everything. You know, rivers, creeks. I mean, it's, it's got anything you want to. And then, then you know, you got deep timber. Uh, these these fish on that lake will set up in that deep timber. You know, fifteen to twenty-two foot of you know timber. Wow. Is there any grass? There is some grass. Uh, there's some millful right now. Um, I seen millful Saturday. It was then. Uh, I seen some in three and a half, four foot of water. And there's some hydrilla, uh, but it's just in special places. Not very much. Okay. And the guys that can find that, uh, probably that hydrilla, um, they'll do good. Kenneth's over here grinning. He's got uh, – that. that's our Gunnersville guy right there, right? All the grass. He wants to know where the grass is. So he's he's over here kind of getting excited. As long so. as it's hydrilla and milfoil, I don't like anything else. <laughs> well, this, it's got milfoil, but it don't – you know – I've seen it. I've seen that male foil there grow out to you know six, seven foot. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm kind of worried about what you know the, the bad bad weather did to all of our grass from either from Ray Roberts all the way to Rayburn. Right. Uh, you know it'll it will tell. You know this summer will tell. I mean I fished right. Rayburn a few weeks ago and I found some really green stuff and then there's there's a, some really dead stuff too. So. Okay. All right. Well, good deal. Well, Terry, we uh, we appreciate your time tonight, but congratulations on the win. And I'm telling you, if you ever need a partner, 
that's not going to show up, you just give me a call. I'll pay my half the entry fees, and we can we'll just call it, we'll, we'll split it right down the middle. How's that sound? <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll talk about it. You give me a holler. <laughs> but I appreciate your time. Congratulations. And I uh, look forward to seeing how you guys do down, down the road. All right, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, Bill. We'll talk to you me. soon. See you. Thank you. Well, guys, there he is. Ten o, uh, Terry Peacock, 26-48 for the win. 10-0-2 kicker. Kenneth, now tell me the truth. I mean, you going to pee a little bit when you, when you catch a 10-0-2 by yourself? In a tournament? I don't think so. Huh? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I know David would. Wouldn't you, David? David what? David would put that hat on behind him. He'd put that Matthew Robertson on him hat on behind him. That's what he'd do. <laughs> and he'd do just like Matt. He'd take a silver sharpie and he'd write 1002 on the side of the hat like Matt put his his uh, his uh boat numbers on his boat the other day with a black. That's what, that's what happened. Michelle, would you get excited over a 1002? Uh, considering I've never caught a bass, yeah. Ever? Ever, wow. I like, yeah. We got to more that. than pee myself. We got to change that, Kenneth. <laughs> we got to change that. Well, you, you have to go with David. David will take you. Y'all can catch some fish because uh, okay. <laughs> look at Kenneth. David will catch them all. Right. David won't leave any for you. He He'll won't. He won't. That's for sure. So that's for sure. Well, I'll just put him in the back with some white claws. He'll be okay. Yeah. Well, hey, that. <laughs> That could work. That could work. Of course, he just got his teeth fixed or worked on or something, so he might not be able to drink too much. He might be in too much pain. So we'll take a quick little break. When we come back, uh, we'll find something to talk about right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man, join the Stray King team. All you gotta do, tie one on. I think I always tie one on. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for the Ranger Boats Bass Wrap-Up. And uh, the You Pick 'em, which somebody's going to win a brand new Yeti backpack, the the March Trophy, and a bunch of other cool stuff. So you guys make sure you get your picks in by midnight tonight, Wednesday the 14th, because that's when it's all going to go down. All right, David, what we got? I did see the picture of the of the 
backpack. It looked pretty nice because it came in the email that came out on time this week. It did come out on time. <laughs> it, it did. I put that email together Friday. Friday night, and I'm like, I was going to send it early. I'm like, nah, I'm just, I'll just wait till Monday morning because, by God, I'll get my ass handed to me from David and everybody else that bitched about it being late last week. Well, by God, it was there, and uh, y'all better get your damn picks in on time. That's all I got to say. So, um, anyway, what you got you picking wise here? All right. The Toyota Series is out on Grand Lake this past weekend and catching 52 pounds and 13 ounces. Andy Newcomb took the win there with a total winning of $76,500. Almost half of that came from Phoenix Bonus. Another Phoenix Bonus? Yeah. Jason ain't going to have a job for long, I'm just going to say. They're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're cutting into his money pretty tight, I bet. So on the you pick em side, Mr. Daniel McDonald with a 52-12. So close, Daniel. So close. 52-12. Gain him a point. And on the... Angler's Channel side, Mr. David Jong with a 49.9. How about that? Good job, David. Good job, David. We'll see, uh, it's, uh, we'll see. We'll see if I, if I want to come from the back of the bus and sit in the middle, maybe the front, but I, I like the back. I'm up front. <laughs> We're all the trouble I, I, I would love, I would love to ship this trophy north. I'm just going to be honest with you. But hey, that's just me. That's just me. All right, go to the Sabine. What we got going on over there? OAC oh, has never been out of North Alabama. It other has than not. Took it to ICAST. It has not. So all right. So if you've been sleeping in Iraq, uh, the guy who had what some additional business to handle. Uh, coming back to the Bassmaster Elite Series, uh, Jason Christie took the W down on the Sabine with fifth, oh, I'm sorry, 43 pounds or 15 ounces to take the W there. So 43-15, KG won that one both on the Angler's Channel side and the U Pick'em side. 42-01, he was Ooh. the closest one to it. Does that count though? I mean, does it really count? Of course it does. Do I have to? Of should I have? To, should I have to go in and pick? Shouldn't I have to pick somebody else outside of our group to 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 get that point, David? Do you think? No, because because ever since you started this, all these guys have been winning this. Have been saying they beat me every single one of them. They didn't what beat did me. They say? Who's been saying that? I've never said that, but I have beat you the last two months in a row. So. <laughs> well, all the other people that are able to play that couldn't play before. I got you. I got you. I mean, you know, it isn't part of it that they're beating us. I mean, they've been beating us every week. <laughs> they they have they have been beating us every week. That's for sure. But let's but see. But not this one. Let me let me just let me do a well, little. Don't take the one away from me. Now. I'm not taking it away from you because you still won the you still won our group. Let's see, forty two. What was it? Forty two. Forty three. Fifteen was the win. And I'll be really honest with you. <laughs> wow. Okay, you're gonna love this. So. Kenneth got the win on you pick him and Angler's Channel, 4201. Right behind him, David Jong, 414. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it falls off to Kitty Lukax, who had 33 pounds, was her guess. So Kitty, Sounds I'm like assuming. A lot of people went high on that one. Huh? Sounds like a lot of people went high on that one. It, I did. The next one up was Edward Rigsby at forty five three, and then we had we had a lot. Steve Schaefer guessed eighty nine thirty three. Steve, I love you. I appreciate. I love your enthusiasm. 
Dude, you couldn't catch, you couldn't fish 10 days down there and catch 89 pounds of bass. I'm just going to be honest <laughs> it was with you. So, Sabine River, not Santee River. Exactly right. So, but there was, there was quite a bit. Blonde girl, where did you go? You were in there. I so, think I guessed like 46, maybe. Let's see. Where did you end up down there? Yeah, you were, you were 4810. 48.10. And I was at 61. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was bad, <clears throat> really bad. But congratulations to KG on that point. So we'll give that one to him. How's that? So, all right. What's next? All right. We go to Lake Okeechobee for the Phoenix Bass, obviously the MLF Phoenix Bass Fishing League event there. And David Pachek, Pachetic, Pachesic. Yeah. I'm going to Whatever you say. 20 pounds, <laughs> 20 pounds and three ounces took a W there. Just call him David Paycheck. Well, pretty good. I mean, because he, he, he won it there. He won, what, like nine grand, I think, something like that, seven or eight grand? Uh, five grand. I don't know if you won any other. They, they don't have any other, you know, bonus included, but $5,519. Okay. I'll take it. Um, on the you pick em side, Patrick Brondos, 20.01. So really close, Patrick. Um, you grabbed a point there. And then on the AC side, David Jong, 18.5. So. Ooh. Getting closer to the front of the bus. He is. He's working <laughs> his way up. Interesting. He's, he's up to the exit row now is where he's at. So he's Emergency up, exit. The, the middle to, one, right? Up to the exit row. That's exactly right. That's <laughs> where you exit. are. So, All right. What about the uh, our buddies over on Hartwell? And, Michelle, how excited for you are you that the Classic is coming to your backyard next year? I'm super excited. That's going to be fun, isn't it? Yeah. Thrilled. All right, David, David, what you got? All right, so um, this is why I get to pick on CB for a bit because I know if you if you guys pay attention to the scoreboard on our website, he lists this one as the Collins Bass for Cash. I was gonna I was gonna text him earlier and say, hey, did you know I what? did I list it wrong? No, I didn't. Did I? It's a, it's a Carolina Bass Challenge, right? So what's it listed as? Is it in the? Is it in the? Um, go ahead, I'll find it. Go ahead. <laughs> But it's the Carolina Bass Challenge, right? On Lake Hartwell. It is. It is. It is. It still took 18.28 pounds to win, but it, it was for the Carolina Bass Challenge. Oh, daggum. I just, I, you're right. I messed it up. My bad. I'll fix it. <laughs> I will fix it. So I apologize. But yeah, the team of Jonathan Carter and Ju- Justin Tingen took the win there. 16.28. Okay. 18.28. Is that what you said? Yep. 18.28. Uh, and then Rob Brown, the one that you pick up, is at 18.25. Um, and then KG won the AC side at 17.48. Interesting note about Rob Brown. Rob Brown won an event, uh, won a pick last week um, in week one of April. And so he's now your leader in the clubhouse at two points for, uh, for the month so far. But we're still early. So, all right, last one, going to Table Rock. All right, so Big Bass Tour on Table Rock Lake. The winner there was Brandon Holt winning it on Sunday in the 12 to 1 o'clock hour there with a 6.03 Big Bass. He won it on on Sunday? Yep. Wow. How about that? That's cool. Usually it's always the guys in the first day that win it. So. Um, all right, so Brandon Holt 603, Hunter Farish won the you pick him with a six even. And why do I have oh, 
Uh, we did not have a winner for the Angus Channel Group. We were all over. Every single one of us was over. So perfect. That leaves that leave. Well, I had a note here though. Beside the Hartwell event, KG, you guessed seventeen forty eight, and David was right below you at seventeen thirty three. So. So close, David, but so far away. You guys are tied this week at two apiece. And for some odd reason, I don't have last week's list anywhere. I've got to find that. So. Okay, I won everything last week. Think, Did you? I think it was all zeros oh, last week. Yeah. David and I are leading it, too. Were they all zeros last week? I think no, so. CB won some. I, I think CB got one. I know I, I didn't have any guesses picked into it for last week, so... I'm at whatever I have from this week. I had to go back and look and see, but right now David and Kenneth are tied at two apiece going into week three. So that should be good. So your current leader in the clubhouse for the U Pick'em, Rob Brown with two points. He won a, he's got a point each week so far. Then Daniel McDonald, Russell DeCamp, Richard Pilney, Mr. John Patria, Mr. Kenneth Grover. Patrick Brondos and Hunter Farish all tied in second at one point apiece. Now, guys, y'all are battling out for a Yeti backpack, really nice Yeti backpack, uh, along with the trophy and much more. I sent out Chris Pisa's uh, trophy, his hat, his buff, his lanyard, and some other good stuff. Even even got a handwritten letter in there, Chris. Um, sent that out today. Some other guys that have won some stuff the past few weeks. I got that stuff sent out today. So you guys be on the lookout for that this week. And uh, we will be good to go. Everybody will have some cool stuff. All right, coming hope, up. Sorry. I hope you included the correct handwritten letter because I know you you sent David some stuff this week too. I, I, <laughs> I hope you didn't get those confused. I didn't write David a letter. David knows I love him. Oh, okay. David okay. knows I love him. I don't get love notes. I feel better. <laughs> no. I just I wrote a nice little letter to the guys and said, hey, man, thanks for being a loyal listener, follower, and a fan of Anger's Channel. We appreciate all you do and appreciate you being a supporter of it. That's all. Just being a nice guy. I mean, I got these really nice hey, pens from my hey, wife. I know you're a nice guy. I'm so around you all the time. I figured I would at least write a nice letter. Sorry, I didn't mean to. That's all awesome. right. I just. <sighs> all right. This week's You Pick Them, the Costa Countdown to Blast Off, uh, brought to you by Costa Sunglasses. Mr. Bass of Arkansas on Lake DeGray. Single day events. Uh, pounds and hundreds. Make sure you get those in. BFL in, uh, on the Mississippi River near Lacrosse. It's in Lacrosse. Um, that's a single day event. Pounds and ounces. Make sure you get those picks right. Georgia Bass Trail on Seminole. That's going to be a single day event as well. Then you've got the Bass Champs on Lake Amistad. Don't go crazy with that number, just keep it real. And then the Big Bass Splash on Rayburn. That's the overall Big Bass for three days. Read the fine print on the picks. Overall Big Bass for three days. I don't care if they catch five that weigh 93 pounds. I want to know what the Big Bass is over three days. Just I'm just giving you a heads up. So that, uh, that'll be what we got going on there. So make sure you get those picks in. Yes, sir, please. So – David, what's the weather like in Wisconsin right now? I think, well, it's been like 50s, high of 50s the last few days. Okay. So the fishing should be pretty good up there? 
Uh, it should be. I haven't gone out yet, but I mean, no ice. I had a buddy that I was chatting with the other day, and he said I think so. Uh, he went out the other day, and Surfer Sims is probably in the low to mid fifties. Okay, just yep. just doing a little research. <laughs> Have you not got your picks but, in? But what's, understand, what's the Mississippi River is on the other side of where I live, so that's okay. <laughs> You're closer than I am. <laughs> Midnight tonight. Get your uh, get your picks in before it goes off limits, and then uh, we'll go. Through. How many weeks do we have in April? We got quite a few, don't we? Is it an extra week? Michelle's looking at her calendar. There's five weeks. So you got one, two. Yep, you got you got you know this week and two more. For your, actually, no, you don't, because the that next weekend is the first weekend of May. So you've got this weekend and next weekend. It's all you got. Tournaments have to happen in the month of April uh, for it to count. So take a little Chris, break. You, you and Michelle better tighten up, because Dave and I are headed that way. <clears throat> well, I'd rather sit in the back of the bus by myself. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, darling. You, I think you're in the, the front moon of us pie. now by yourself. I'll bring the moon pies and Twinkies. You bring the mints and the white claws, and we'll be in good shape. So, y'all hang tight. We're right back with more right here, Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Hey Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see, probably stranded out in the middle of the lake? That's right, you know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay, you talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash anglers channel and use our special promo code anglers channel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping. You didn't, but even better. So hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. Uh, just running, uh, running uh, Welcome back folks. Anglers Channel Insider Podcast. Oops. That's a button. Sorry, I just that's the best button ever, Michelle just said. So I had to push it. I have I have gone through and added some new. Um, there's there's been some new buttons that pop up on my little soundboard here. Of course, the Michelle Eichstead. Never give up. Never give up. Yeah, I'm 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 I'm, ah! I'm yeah. I I I love the I love the yelling there. That's the best one. Of course, you got to have Kenneth. Thing is sexy, sexy. And then his other favorite. What a dumb bass. That's my other good one, too. That's the, the best one was the first time I pulled that one out, Michelle. It, Kenneth was like crying, laughing. It was, it, he was laughing so hard. It was, it was, it was a wonderful thing. It, Those are uh, pretty good commercials, though. I'm not going to lie. No. That runs through my head constantly all through the day. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of saying. us. A lot of us, it does. We see that often in, in, in a lot of things, and, um, and it's pretty good. But, Michelle, you brought up a good point off air about the number of MLF tournaments that are going on at one time, and how do these people keep up with them? We were kind of kidding about the BFL deal, but we'll just talk about that for a minute because we were used to getting full-fledged press releases from BFL or from MLF or from FLW 
on the BFLs. And now it's just gone to standings is all we get. We get we get top ten results and, and that's it. So I get that a lot when I have to reach out to guys, try to get a little more information on certain tournaments and certain things. I know you do too with, with some of the stuff you do in your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting though. Like how do you keep up with all of it? They've got like three or four tournaments going on at one time. It's um it's it's crazy. And then, you know, David and I are trying to keep up with a lot of other tournaments as well, uh, that are going on across the country and the U Pickums, which if anybody that fished the the pots, the Pride of the South on Lake Mitchell, I'd love to know some details from that because I'm still waiting on results. I've been asking for them, uh, but just can't quite get them. So uh, I'd love to know some details on that. Uh, some other things, we're talking about heavy hitters going on. You've got the elites coming up on Fork next week, uh, which should be uh, a really big event. But I'm still impressed with Terry Peacock winning on uh, Ray Roberts by himself with a with a ten pounder and how he stayed focused on that one, Kenneth. Well, you know, I I think maybe catching a ten pounder early in the day kind of helps you keep focused. But um, I mean, that is impressive. These team tournaments are so competitive; um, it's hard to win by yourself when when you're competing against two really good anglers in the boat. It, I mean. And you know how it is. The average of weights go up in team tournaments as opposed to, you know, like a BFL where a guy's just fishing for himself. Sure. So to to compete by yourself, you know, in and of itself is is a, is a big accomplishment. Uh, but at the same time, I'm a little surprised we don't see some guys do this on purpose. Yeah, that's true. I, I would think there's some guys here in Alabama, there's some big t- team tournaments here and, and – Certainly there is in Texas as well. I'm surprised some guys do not enter them solo on purpose. Well, you could – there's a number of, of, let's say, anglers on certain lakes that do very well on certain bodies of water. And you're right. They should enter them single or, you know, as, as, as a single person because they, yeah. they can win a lot more money. So. Yeah, I mean, by the time you figure in all the bonus money that a lot of these trails have, with you know, with the good payouts already – yeah, that's and and then don't have to split it with somebody. No, pretty good payday. You're right. You're right. But I mean, I you know, I, I was serious. I mean, Scott Dean, if you ever need, you know, if 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 you don't want to be his partner no more, Terry, I'll sign up and pay my half the entry fees, and you just go fishing. I'll just take half the money. So uh, that's a pretty good investment if you ask me, right there. So, but I, I have a feeling your entry fees would be higher than his. I bet they would. I bet they would. That's for sure. Got to give a shout out to my buddy um, Burl, who texted me on the podcast hotline. He's been a longtime listener. Uh, he said that he listens to about 18 different bass fishing podcasts and uh, on his iTunes. And he said Bass Talk Live is his favorite, then Alabama Bass Trail, which, hey, thanks for that. And then Angler's Channel was in his top five. Top five, Burl, come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, how is that in your top? We got to be at least in your top three. I mean, really? Uh, but he says, as far as MLF heavy hitters goes, he said, I can't keep up with them. So whatever. I just watch Bassmaster and the ABT. So, Burl, I appreciate your, uh, I appreciate your, 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 uh, your, your text. He says, we do an excellent job. Um, so ignore what I've heard about just being another fishing podcast. I don't give a shit what people say. We are, we, we've been doing this. This is our fourth damn season. Hell, I don't care. 
I'm, I'm We're good not with worried it. about anybody else. We just do our thing. Absolutely. So, and you know what? And may the odds be ever in your favor. I just, I, I, I keep forgetting to bring that one up too. When I, see, I got so many cool things going on now that I can't even remember what all is a what anymore. And I'm staring right at them. So, we got a lot of, uh, a lot of cool stuff. But, Burl, thanks for the text. I appreciate that. Which you can always reach out to us via the podcast hotline brought to you by Exxon 256 535 3217. Blind girl behind the scenes, what in the world is going on with your podcast? You've been awful busy too. Yeah, I just got done doing my first ever group interview with my buddies who do videography and photography for NASCAR teams. They actually just started with SRX, which is the superstar racing experience where all the, let's say, old timer racers are going to be racing like Michael Waltrip. What? It's Tony Stewart. Yeah, it's going to be pretty freaking cool. That's going to be awesome. Well, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up next is my friend who does all the behind the scenes for a high school bass fishing team. So. Okay. All right. Very cool. And we can find Blonde Girl Behind the Scenes where? Facebook and Instagram, Blonde Girl Behind the Scenes, and all your favorite podcasting platforms. Okay. All right. David, what did you learn this week? What did I learn this week? Brush your teeth. Because I'm going to the dentist. <laughs> it's like a regular Tuesday thing, isn't it? I got to go back one more time because they they for, they couldn't get something in. So I'm like, one more. So brush your They teeth couldn't get something in. What, what what are we doing here? What kind of, I mean, what kind of, I mean, we got to, we're going to have to bleep this show out. What, what are we getting, what are we getting in? Uh, well, I was supposed to assess follow-up stuff from last week that they couldn't get done today that's got to get pushed back one more it, it won't be on a uh, on a night that we record so okay i'm just i'm laughing <laughs> michelle's glass is getting bigger she started out with a little wine glass and now she's like in a big yeti tumbler i'm waiting for the big yeti gallon jug oh to pop God. out we used to have a bubba keg yeah. That I would fill up with tequila that's what i lord i bet you're fun after that i i'm i just yeah i i'm i'm yeah, it just her her cups keep getting bigger over there. Is all they're doing. So I'm I'm just surprised she's wasting like you know like creating dishes to wash. She just doesn't go straight from the bottle. You know. Well, have have you seen the TikToks, Michelle, where the where the women are drilling holes in the refrigerator? You know the the side drawers there or the doors. You know when you open the door, the little little pockets on the doors on the refrigerator. And they're drilling a hole so they can put the wine box, the the tap for the wine box through them. That's a genius idea. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's primo. Yeah. yeah, but you can just do it in your ice maker. Well, that's true. I, I if you have an ice maker in your fridge, I'm not a I'm not a wine box kind of guy, so I, I don't I don't know. But um, I'm not a box wine girl either. But uh, I like my wine from the bottle. But that David, I will say this: I did try another one of your Mountain Dew Zeros uh, the other day, and as bad as they tasted when you were here a month, five weeks ago, <laughs> um, it's it's funny how like I haven't had a Mountain Dew in like eight weeks, right? And uh, which is unheard of in my life. I'm surprised I'm still functioning. But uh, I tried a zero, and back then, you know, you'd have the real thing, then you drank the the zero, and it was awful, right? I mean, you just aftertaste, city, it was nasty. But after about eight weeks not having anything, and then you drink one, it's like, hey, this this ain't bad. I, I might could do this. And then when I wake up, you know, from the migraine that I've had for two days afterwards, I'm like, man, maybe not. I, I think I'm good. The aspartame just absolutely kills me. And what, pep, what is that? Pepsi what? 
David, this is why you have to go to the dentist. It says zero sugar, so we give no, him that. No, no, uh -uh. <laughs> KG, it's what did you learn this week? Listen. We're listening. I don't have no cavities. I just went to the dentist last week. He said my teeth were perfect. Just like Bad me. genetics. Bad I don't. Genetics. I don't have any cavities either, because I, but I haven't been to the dentist, so I, that's why I don't go. Right? Because <laughs> I don't want him to tell me that I've got some. So, but uh, KG, what uh, what did you learn this week? You know, even after the extra time to come up with something, I can't really come up with anything. Come, y'all. We ask this question every week, and and it's still what I'm gonna have to write it down. I guess. This is what I learned this week. What did you Matthew learn? McConaughey. I love him anyways, but this book, KG, if you read, green lights. If I read. If you read. <laughs> some people don't read. So here's, yep. read. so here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. Standings, that's it. <laughs> Almost a month ago, I got that book for my birthday. It is sitting downstairs on my nightside table. I'm like three pages in. I just... I, I, I'm a big fan. Just hadn't gotten into it yet, but I, but I hope to. So I've heard the audio book is even better. So if I sat down to read a book, I would be asleep. Okay. Get the audio book. Then, then he can't I'm listen to his podcast. I'm too busy listening to the English channel podcast. There you go. <laughs> the ABT podcast. Like everybody else should be right. Like everybody else should be. So, well, folks, as always, if you made it this far of the show, we appreciate you. For listening we do encourage you to subscribe rate and review the show and your favorite podcast app michelle if i'm going to give someone away who am i going to give it to what number texture am i going to give it away to for for listening this far in the show give me a number uh, 21 wow i was gonna say don't go too high i don't know <laughs> let's bring that down a little bit maybe just a hair this isn't blonde girl behind the scenes we don't have that many listeners so are you kidding me? I have four listeners. <laughs> well, since KG didn't learn anything this week and he's number two on my screen, let's go number two. All right, number two. So two five six five three five three two one seven podcast hotline brought to you by X Zone Lures. Um I just ordered some brand new hats, some really good looking hats, not the not the navy and white KG, but some some more KG-ish type hats. Um, so they'll be in, in a few weeks. Sure so how about calling or uh, texture number two, two, five, six, five, three, five, three, two, one, seven. Would love to give away some, uh, Angler channel swag. I might even throw in some egg zone lures there with that. Uh, with that said, on behalf of our guest tonight, your bass champs champ from Ray Roberts, Mr. Terry Peacock for David Zong, Kenneth Grover and Michelle Eichstead. Never give up! Never give up! Just, I just had to do it. Guys, never let anyone treat you like the yellow starburst. You are a pink starburst, and you guys deserve to be treated like one. Just letting you know that. So make sure you remember that, especially you, Michelle. Guys, have a great week and weekend. As always, God bless, good fishing, wash your damn hands, wear your damn face mask. Well, not really. And put that PFD on and buckle it up. We will see you next week. KG, take it first. There you go. One more time. Don't take it first. Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, your number one tournament resource.